This is episode 155 of the Church Venture Northwest podcast. We're finishing Growth Getaway 2015. This is session four. This is uh, one day I decided to grow out my... What did you <laughs> This is all pictures of me. Uh, this is my hair in its natural habitat. You'll see. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. And you're going to make that same prayer that Elisha did. 
uh, where he prayed for the servant and said, open his eyes. And you're going to go out now with your eyes open, and you're going to open the eyes of those people around you whose eyes are closed. Not really you do it, it's you to open those eyes. Before we get into that, we're going to pray. Like I said, I'm going to pray first for you, and then you'll pray for me. Sound good? Okay, good. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this room. God, this time that you, I, I believe you, you have set apart this time. And this has been a holy ground that you have come in in a very real way. And you've spoken into hearts and you've spoken into lives, God. And the work that you have done here, God, is going to continue to manifest itself in the hearts and lives of these students for years to come. God. I pray that you would not end it now. God, that you would sharpen our hearts now, sharpen our minds, and prepare us once again for your truth. God, I know we have a long day ahead of us. But I pray that you would now quiet our souls. Speak into them now. God, show us a bigger vision and a bigger mission for our life than just ourselves, God. Wake us up. In your name I pray. Amen. Two. You know, just like, and then I was, I was number two, 
And, uh, and so she was so excited that there was somebody else in her house, somebody she'd been praying for uh, to come to Jesus. And so uh, she was so excited that she uh, decided to take me to the Bible book house. And she wanted to buy me a tape. She's like, go in there and get any tape you want. So I walk in there. Now, I can mind you, I'm not really into music at this point, right? I'm in, going into the eighth grade. The only uh, tape that I have is Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> in 3D. Remember that one? With such great hits as uh, Lost on Jeopardy. Remember that one? And, uh, and uh, it's the rhyme of the Kaiser. It's the thrill of one fight. Yeah, that one. And, uh, and Nature Trail to Hell. You he's writing these down right now. He's remember this. Spotify later. Weird Al in 3D. Nature Trail to Hell. Nature Trail to Hell. And then the Nature Trail to Hell. Nature Trail to Hell. The only reason these songs are still in my head is because we used to drive from, Cal uh, from Oregon City to Southern California. And it was the only tape that I had. And I would listen to it the whole way back. <laughs> the whole way back. So she takes me to the Bible book house and says, Pick any tape you want. And I'm looking at this, and I'm like, seeing this is the 80s, right? And I'm looking at this wall, and I don't know any of it. I'm, I'm just like, I don't know what I don't know what these people are. What's this Petra thing? Beyond police! Beyond police! Yeah, and I'm like looking at this stuff, and I don't know. And, and then this, I don't even know who this was to this day. It could have been an angel or a demon, we'll never know, that came up behind me and said, oh, this one's really good, you should be that one, so I was deep. First album, remember that one? Remember Heaven Bound? Yeah, jump on the jaw and live for him, be a life satisfied in a state of sin. Tom, he was a little bit shorter. They were both skaters. They were both into basketball. They were both into the bowl 
festivals that were both into rap music, and we started becoming friends and hanging out, and I began to sit with them at lunch, and I'll never forget the day that they asked to come over to my house and play. And so I'm like, wow, somebody coming over to my house, nobody's been over to my house in a year and a half. I had no friends. So I said, yeah, come on over after school. And so after school, we go to my house, and my mom, she's like, she's the worst. She's the worst. She, she's like, got all excited that I had friends. She's like, Rocky, you brought friends. You have friends. Let me bake you some cookies. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Not going to happen for much longer. my room and and, uh, and me and Tom were in my room and, and Josh was in, in the living room and, and Josh was over there in the living room he was over by our, our tape player and he went over to the tape player and he was opening up and I heard him kind of moving some stuff around and then, and then from the living room uh, he yelled out to me he's like, he's like hey Rocky what, what's this tape DC talk I've never heard it before is it any good Josh was in the living room, and I smacked it out of his hand. I smacked the tape out of his hand. No, you don't want to listen to that. It's just a bunch of garbage in your mind. Because here's the thing, friends. I had any friends for years. I, I, was, I was lonely, and I just wanted friends. And I finally had friends. And I had this idea in my mind that if these friends knew that I had Jesus in my life, that maybe they wouldn't want to be my friends anymore. So when I heard Josh open up that tape with some Jesus music, I knew I had to get it out of his hand. See, the truth is, friends, uh, as awesome as it was that my eyes were open to Jesus, he opened my eyes for a reason. Friends, we're saved for a reason. Our eyes are open for a reason. And that reason is mission. The reason Jesus has chosen you is not just for you. He's chosen you because there's a whole circle around you of people whose eyes are closed that only you can reach. I can't reach them. Your parents can't reach them. Your youth pastor can't reach them. But you can. And the reason Jesus has opened up your eyes is so that you would reach him. And God opened up my eyes between the summer of 7th and 8th grade. And it was for a reason. The reason was Josh and Tom. And I missed my first opportunity to live out on a mission. The reason I did it instead of was chapter 1, verse 16, where Paul said this, For I am 
not ashamed of the gospel. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. You see, friends, on that day when Josh found my Jesus rap music, I was ashamed of Jesus. I had a very real choice. Do I want people to know Jesus or do I just want to be known by them? Do I want the applause of Jesus or do I want the applause of man? And I chose applause of man that day. I was ashamed because I wanted a friend. Why are you ashamed? Now, when was the opportunity that you had to share Jesus? And maybe you didn't step into it. And maybe you stepped the other way. Man, shame is a powerful tool. It's that feeling that you have inside of you of embarrassment, of what if people knew, what if people found out. And some of us are going to school, which is like the greatest mission field ever. And you're going like I did, trying to mask what Jesus has done in your heart. You're going to go home and you're going to go to school tomorrow and people are going to ask you what you did this weekend. And some of you are going to say, well, I played paintball. And then you'll talk about paintball for the next three days. And some of you will say, oh, I went on a trip to this camp and it was really fun and we were like roller skating and it was awesome Jesus. 
And pray as Elisha prayed, open their eyes that they might see the unseen. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. You know, when we walk out of here, it's in the power of the gospel. The very same power that raised Jesus from the grave now resides inside of you. The power that can transform death into life, the old into new. You walk out in that power, and that is the power of the gospel. The angel being a messenger as you go out and people ask, what did you do this weekend? That is the power that you bring. And shame is the thing that can stop you from that power. And you're going to have to make that decision. Who do I love more? What do I love more? Do I care more about my reputation? Do I care more about my friendship? Do I care more about this identity, this mask that I put on? And Jesus doesn't quite fit in with that identity. Yes, he fits in here at camp, and maybe he fits in at church and in youth group, and maybe he fits in at home, depending on what kind of home you have right now, but he definitely doesn't fit in in second period math class, because that would cause me just to stick out, wouldn't it? Man, I remember when my daughter turned three years old, it was on a Sunday. Sunday's a work day for pastors, so I had to work in the morning, but I told her, I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to the pancake house, and uh, we'll have your birthday there. I'll buy you pancakes. What do you think about that? And she's like, okay, daddy. And so I said, okay, we're going to do it. Meet me tomorrow church. And so we did it. We made a date, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to be one of those cool dads. I'm going to go and buy some flowers. I'm going to buy three roses for my daughter who's turning three, and that's going to be pretty cool. So I went to Fred Myers and I picked up three roses, and that's when I saw a balloon. It was a pink balloon with Disney princesses on it, and I saw that balloon, and I instantly thought of my daughter. And I'm like, my daughter's going to love this balloon. Yeah, that's what I thought. And so she's going to love this balloon. So I went over to grab this balloon and thought she's going to be so excited. And just as I grab this balloon, this balloon hits a post. And when the balloon hits the post, it uh, begins to talk to me. I did not know they were talking, uh, singing balloons, but this uh, balloon was one of them. And it hit a post, and all of a sudden it goes, Today is your very special princess day. Happy birthday to you. Careful not to hit it anywhere. <laughs> it was um, 
Her birthday is in September, September 13th. And so September in Oregon is a little windy. It's a windy, blustery day. And as soon as I walk out of Fred Myers, all of a sudden the wind hits it. Today, I'm here! Kind of rushing over my car, but looking at the crowd, man, rushing with the balloon, you know. Just another day in paradise.
Sounds good.